Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. Hello and welcome. It's a joy to be with you for this very important episode. This is... Alessandra's final appearance on the meditation conversation. So I think we're both sort of um, wanting to highlight the um, the positives, and I know that we're approaching this with a also with a heavy heart. Um, it's been such a joy to um, birth this and uh, and raise it, it together. Um, but she has some amazing things that are um, coming into the forefront for her, and so it's time to shift the focus. So let me just pass it over to you so that you can take us through what's going on with you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, first I just want to underline again what you just said I mean this whole podcast has been such an amazing experience I remember so it's more than one and a half year now um and I've got what a journey we both have made in this time Mm -hmm. and um, yeah we've grown so much as teachers and our friendship has grown with it and so yeah it's a bit bittersweet I guess it's good I haven't really had a chance to tune into how I feel about it because <laughs> um, I was busy working and in, just before until we started to record. But um, I mean, at the same time, you're not disappearing from my life. So. Yeah. But it's like we said, it's different to have this natural thing to come together and share in this way. Mm. But I think it's also like one thing is that we have grown so much mm. Um with our businesses and kind of I think becoming more clear on our paths and spiritually and how we want to serve and you know I know time and space doesn't exist but (laughs) as we are in this material world uh, we are limited with the time and we need to focus our time and because I think that's one thing that I kind of started to see how I was scattering my energy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, we can do many great things and there there's so many fun things to do in life, I feel. Or I'm the kind of person who's just like, want to do everything. Not everything, but I want to do a lot and mm-hmm. sometimes don't see my own limitations or just accept the reality of my current situation. Mm. And... Um, so it's, I think that is one of the big reasons that I could see myself wanting to do so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I have a three-year-old daughter and uh, she's only going to be this small once. And mm-hmm. time is flying by. And and I kind of just, I don't remember why, but it just hit me at some point. I think I I started to feel a little bit burned out and... And also, I mean, to be honest, lately you've been 
carrying the heavy load with like <laughs> doing the technical things and posting and everything. And, and it's just like, I felt like it was starting to get unbalanced. And also I kind of saw myself, I mean, here I am trying to share the teachings of yoga and kind of almost burning myself out mm-hmm. <laughs> while doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's very common because I think a lot of people that choose something within healing, yoga, we want to help people. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. But I mean, we must also accept where we are. Like, And for example, forsaking my little daughter in order to help other people, that's not really the right way either it becomes a little bit uh, counterproductive yeah and um because and i feel like that's something i've just been reflecting on and sometimes i can feel it's not enough you know just being a mother and and serve a little bit with the meditation i have other projects of teaching which has come or come to me and you know at some point we just need to prioritize and Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in society today, we're so focused on doing and parenting sometimes can feel like, you know, that's not a thing. You know, it doesn't count. But Mm. I mean, parenting, raising children is so important. We are shaping the next generation. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I got caught up in the doing, Mm. which is funny when I'm teaching yoga, which is all about being yes right (laughs) and um so um i remember listening to nayaswami yotish from ananda talking once and he kind of said yeah so write down a list of things you want to do in this lifetime and so we could write a list and then he's like and pick three to five that you want to focus on in this lifetime because if you pick too many you will just scatter your energy and i was like oh yeah yeah, this is me. Mm. <laughs> and I know I have this personality, creativity and want to do things. And it's just like, you know, you're not moving forward. You're, if you, or at least not in the same pace as you are perhaps intended to or want to, if mm. you do too many things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you... Yeah, no, and um, it it is so ironic when we find ourselves caught up in... The you know because even just this weekend on Sunday I think it was we kind of had a wide open day and um, I could really feel energetically I could feel this sort of energy coming home um, just like I had a lot of moments where I could tell that I was really really present but effortlessly so. And my experience up until recently has been if I want to be present, I really have to take myself into being present and like it mm-hmm. make it a practice and make it like, okay, experience the moment and notice it. And it's very deliberate. Yeah. And I was just on a, I think I, we were having a bike ride with the family and I was just kind of noticing like this presence just this like I felt like my energy was home and um and I was like oh this is great and it feels so good and then Mm -hmm. Monday came and it was busy 
And I, because you kind of feel like you almost achieve something and then like, oh, okay, from now on it's going to be like this and oh, yay. Mm -hmm. And then it was like Monday came, life happened. And I was like, what happened? Where did that presence go? You know, because it it wasn't, you know, Mm -hmm. I was so caught up in the doing and what was coming up next. And Mm -hmm. there wasn't even time to really check in to say like, how scattered am I or... Um, Mm -hmm. and it is so important to nurture our growth, you know, as well as wanting to help other people to uncover Mm -hmm. their truth. And yeah, it's like many great teachers, um, like Gandhi and, uh, I mean, Yogananda would always emphasize this as well. I mean, the greatest way to teach is to live by example. I mean, not the least with my daughter. She's going to look at what I do, not what I say. She doesn't yeah. care about what I say anyway. <laughs> she's a toddler. <laughs> but, you know, it's really important. Um, I think I just realized that this time of her life is so crucial for shaping her into who she is. And, uh, yeah, so giving her time. And I know right now we're lucky. I know it's a challenging time because we're recording this in the middle of Corona mm-hmm. situation. And, but because I had to step down from work, I get more time with her and I can see how that doesn't only calm her, but me too. Like mm-hmm. not having to rush around in life, you know, running away to childcare every day. And just, as you said, stop and be more present and, I think this is something actually all of us will learn more about from this whole Corona thing. Because let's go back to what yoga really is about. Um, Yoga is about going within and finding that connection with our true self. And we can only do that through stillness. Stillness and silence is how we nurture our souls. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can... I mean, serving through yoga or healing is a great way, but we're still doing. Mm. And, you know, like real healing and real changes within ourselves happens when we are still. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like it's, I can't teach people about yoga and meditation when I am myself running around all the time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, you've talked about the opportunities that have come up. And um, Mm -hmm. if you, I don't know if you want to expand a little bit on that, but you're getting more and more involved in spiritual community with the um, Mm -hmm. Ananda community, which is the um, Paramhansa Yogananda, you know, who Mm -hmm. died in 1952 and who arrived in America from uh, India a hundred years ago and brought yoga and meditation. Um, He -hmm. wasn't the first to come and bring yoga and meditation to the West, but he was the first to come and really establish and live and stay Um, for the next 32 years. He um, built a community and um, spread his teachings. And so Ananda is an offshoot of that, you know, he's a, Mm -hmm. um, it was developed by Swami Kriyananda. 
And so you've been become more and more involved with this and possibly, you know, I know you're looking at um, starting like a Scandinavia um, presence, like having uh, yeah. spearheading, creating a Scandinavia presence. And that's taking a lot of time. So when you talk mm-hmm. about scattering your energy, I know you're, you're focusing on Iris, but and you're still working, you're talking, you know, you're, you have reduced hours now because of coronavirus, but you have this really important work that you're doing also through um, fellowship and trying to create something um, mm-hmm. in Scandinavia to bring together the people um, in that part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, I strongly resonate with Yogananda's teachings and the mission and also Ananda um, of like I know even a few years ago me and my brother were kind of joking about oh let's um, buy a house in the countryside and we all like living as communities and even with friends and I think that because this is something that Yogananda spoke of that this could be the future and I think especially in time of corona we can see that i mean imagine if everyone had small self-sustaining communities we wouldn't be as um uh, vulnerable to these Mm. kind of things i mean if you grow some vegetables and herbs in your own garden and and because i mean scientists say that we will probably see more of these kind of pandemics and worse pandemics than this so Maybe we need to look at how we live. I mean, we see what's happening in the bigger cities. So, and take aside pandemics, I I just feel like a lot of people are longing to get back to nature more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see it happening in cities, but just living more in communities. And I think this whole, the family situation of like um, our Western society uh, I don't know if that's really how we are intended to live that, you know, we are kind of closed off. Yes, we meet people, but if you live in a community, you have more of a kind of like back in the days when you were living in your little tribe or because mm. I don't, I'm not saying that women should, should go back to <laughs> taking care of children, men go out hunting. Still, I think we should be equals. And if the woman wants to work and etc but more than as a community you can help each other mm. and um, also i mean one of the big emphasis about ananda is that because here there are people that are yogis and that are interested in yoga but i know there is something around here as well where there are some people living in a community and they were interested in permaculture or organic farming or something and you know, if people with common interests live together, you can help each other because our environment is so important to in shaping us. And especially if, I mean, yogis say this, but any successful coach would say this as well. Like if you want to become a successful businessman, you need to spend time with people that are successful in business. And if you want to be a successful yogi, you need to spend time with other yogis. Mm-hmm. Or like if you want to be an athlete you need to spend time with other athletes to learn from and you know get that kind of energy mm-hmm. and so I strongly resonate with this and I just felt that uh what about two years ago when I went to Ananda in Assisi I felt like oh this could really work in Sweden 
where it's gonna lead I don't know I'm I'm open to life I I mean I'm teaching online as well as I did with you so um I'm gonna try and step up and do more online as well because mm-hmm. that's also something that doing workshops um physically is wonderful because you get to meet people but um uh, you have more opportunities online I think yeah, so you're doing things with the online with Ananda virtual mm-hmm. community. Yeah, yeah. And, so I mean, Ananda the idea is exactly, and the idea is to through Ananda Scandinavia also start offering more there. But that's you know, this is um, the vision. I can see that's the vision, but I need yeah. to step down on some other things like the podcast and yeah. um, just to create space and. Um, to be able to focus more on that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I also was, I think we might have mentioned this in an earlier episode, but I was attending this interesting seminar in the fall of 2019, and he was talking about quantum physics. And I probably can't explain this in a very mm-hmm. <laughs> good way, but the idea is that whenever it's about how we free up energy, so if you have something you want to achieve, you know, like, let's say you want to write a book and uh, perhaps you won't actually publish the book, but just by doing it, you free up energy and because energy should never be blocked in our, in our bodies or in our minds. Energy should be flowing. Life is constantly changing and uh, letting go can be hard sometimes, but... Um, what did, I, what did I say about letting go? Yeah, the, how to do things, free up energy. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have something, at least go for it. And mm-hmm. I was listening to a talk recently about intuition as well. And it's like, sometimes we feel like we get guidance that this is the right thing to do. And then we just stand there. It's like, okay, universe, God, I, I can't hear you anymore. Like, did you change your mind or what, what happened here? But that's it. It's in the acting that things mm-hmm. actually happen. And, um, you know, there was an example of St. Francis. Well, he he felt the guidance from God that we build my church. And he first heard it as like, okay. So he literally built a little chapel, rebuilt a chapel, even though he didn't know anything about how to build a chapel. But then he realized that what he really meant, rebuild my church as in the religion, Christianity. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the physical church. And so it's like, I'm not really sure where I'm going, but I need to follow where where I can see the path is leading me right now. Mm-hmm. And then by doing this, by acting on what our heart tells us, that's how we start to see the next steps. Yeah. I I have tuned into this as well um, in my life, too, where there are things, you know, opportunities that have come up or inspiration that has come up. And and it's like, oh, this is a really good idea. And then I'll feel like, but I'm not the right person because I don't have I, I don't can't be, you know, for example, like an authority on whatever. And I, I can't think of a great example. I can think of it in my mind, but it's not something that I'm ready to share at this time. But, um, but it's like, I think part of it too is there's a trust element in it because the sense that I get too is like, okay, what 
my inclination is I'm waiting to be like fully, fully ready and feel like I know everything that there is to know about this in order to share it. And I can do it perfectly and I have all the skills and now I can go and do it. But I don't think that that's how the grace comes. It's like you can't just wait for it to like, okay, fill me up with all the knowledge that I need and then eventually I'll use it. It's kind of like, no, you have to use it. You need to start taking steps. You need to start like, it's almost like you're on a canyon and like you, have you seen the movie? Oh, Onward. There was a new Disney movie, Onward. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. It just came out on Disney Plus, maybe, well, maybe a month ago or so. But, um, hmm. and it's really cute. It's like this wizard and... Um, yeah, I've seen the commercial. Yeah, but he he has to go over across this gorge, basically. And, and he has the, f- like, he... I can't remember exactly. It's like he's ha- he's maybe said this spell or something or like he's invoked this power that he can walk on air more or less. I'm probably getting this wrong, but let's just go with that. So but it's like he can't. So he has to know that he can walk on air so that he can make it to the other side of this gorge. And it's this huge drop like he can't see the bottom of it, but he has to mm-hmm. take that step in faith because there's no other way to know you know Mm -hmm. it's not like you've built this bridge that you can see and it's firm and it's like right there in front of you it's like no you have to take that step and trust that it's worked and it's Mm -hmm. really really hard for him to do and um but it's kind of the same thing when you're following your inspiration you know it's like you you have you can't just wait for everything to line up I think that a lot of grace does come in the act of doing it, in the act yeah. of stepping your foot, like lifting up your foot and like mm-hmm. in the process of putting it down. And that in that motion is when you get filled with exactly what you need at that time and not necessarily, you know, a, a long, long time before that. <laughs> so yeah. and, it, and I think it's also a little bit like if you're not going to make that forward motion, that grace isn't going to come. You know, it has a purpose to serve. And if you're not going to take your, if you're not going to meet it halfway and do what you need to do to utilize it, then, you you know, then it's not mm. going to flow is sort of how things have, have presented themselves to me. But yeah, it's, it's a little bit like, you're kind of having this relationship with the universe as in what can I get before I, I give, mm-hmm. whether it's, yeah. but it should really be the opposite. And um, yeah, because if we work from our minds, we would think like, oh, uh, no, like that doesn't make sense. Like, because mm. uh, just like you explained there, like taking this step where you feel like, oh, there should be a bridge here or something. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we not done that in our lives when it's like, I don't know why this feels right. And we do it and then, whoa, suddenly there is a step there and there's another one. And, you know, it's uh, following the heart is um, uh, not always easy, but I think it's, I mean, it's 
the only path we can really we need to learn that and i see that is shifting in in humanity that we learn to listen to our hearts more mm. and uh, and yeah just trusting that even though we don't see the path because if we feel it and you know there's a difference in how do we know when intuition is uh, right or wrong like as soon as we feel something in our heart doesn't mean it's right we can be very emotional and restless but if you meditate or for those who pray pray on it and ask for higher guidance or uh, yeah to be to get to be guided and mm. if we again and again feel something in our hearts you know it's like you said at least we're gonna have to try and follow that mm-hmm. and i've done this many times in my life and sometimes it would be like oh but you know that was wrong because then i this happened and it's like oh and now when i look back it's like no actually it wasn't wrong it's like yeah, yeah maybe it led to suffering or maybe it led to challenges but if those challenges or that suffering didn't happen, I, it's a cliche thing to say, but I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. And, you know, challenges is not a bad thing. Mm. It's, it makes us stronger and shapes us. Yeah, that's how we yeah. get our lessons. That was one of the common themes, I think, with the, la- the previous episode with Sanjan. Mm-hmm. You know, is he has had a very windy path you know he's followed a lot of teachers a lot of teachings and and Mm -hmm. it's you know I think there's a temptation to think like oh for someone who has been on one path maybe even since they were born because they were born into it and then that's what they die with and and that may seem right because it was never a course correction quote unquote um Mm -hmm. and maybe that is right for them but that doesn't mean that that's the right thing that doesn't mean that that's the solution and for Sanjan the right thing even though it kept changing the whole thing is his path you know it's Mm -hmm. not like ooh, there I followed that teacher and that was wrong and the reason I know that was wrong is because I changed you know I I needed a, a course correction and it's like no you learned so much in that time you may have learned what you don't want and what doesn't work and what doesn't resonate but mm-hmm. that can be a really important lesson and um sometimes that's the only way we listen and that's the only way we learn yeah they look can at be our very children like lessons. how many times have we not told our children like don't do that still they want to do it yeah and then they do it they hurt themselves and it's like yeah then they know right <laughs> precisely um what is it you said? I, I thought I wanted to add something. Um, but uh, to come back, I wrote a note here of, uh, I mean, you said how we feel like, oh, and we need to be perfect and know everything. I mean, this podcast is an example of that. Like we yeah. just had this idea, let's start a podcast, like no idea what how to start a podcast, but, <laughs> and you knew someone and we Googled things and we learn and suddenly it's there yeah and it's happening and i mean just like we had barely started to teach back then and yeah now yeah it's just like yeah i mean this this podcast has served me so much and learning to share and um, to speak from the heart and uh, 
Um, I mean, just looking at how this podcast has grown, I mean, the, the number of listeners. So I'm so grateful for all of you who are tuning in. Mm. You are growing and it's beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, not just because of the energy exchange, because mm. we don't want to sit here and just talk to each other. The whole purpose is to share something which we have been taught or something that was shared with us and then pass that on to share with others on how yoga and meditation really can be such a valuable tool to transform your life. Right, right. And in in that respect, the podcast itself will will continue on. And I hope that you will come and and join us from time to time. Um, good. Yeah. Have you? Do you want to yeah. share on what's going to happen with it? For Our now, little baby. Yeah, I know. Um, things are still, you know, always fluid. We're always, even when it was both of us, everything was always fluid. But for now, it, I'm just going to be doing it. Um, I've done a couple now um, where it was just me and and a guest. Um, We'll see if over time another host will join. It's a possibility. Um, but for now, it'll be me conversing with various people, and um, which, again, hopefully will include you from time to time. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, next the next one that will be released will be with Michael. So yeah. Michael Massey will come back and... Yeah. Talk again. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune into you when I miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, not like I I I could call you guys or talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I also feel like you know when we first started this podcast, it was a lot about we wanted to share this what what is meditation because we felt like we wanted to inspire people to look at the practice at least and start experiencing for themselves and I you know that's one of the things that uh, draws me to Yogananda because what he teaches is really how each and every one can find their own relationship with the divine with their higher self or God your universe whatever you want to call it it's just the name but finding that relationship with your higher self with your inner self and as you said that path looks very different for each and every one it's like we're all climbing the same mountain it's just like there are different paths up the mountain and we will have different guides that take us depending on our our nature and our likes and dislikes and mm-hmm. our karma if you want to go into that yeah yeah, that's one of the things that Michael Massey has said before. I can't remember if he said it on this podcast or in another context, but um, the divine delights in the various ways of in which it can discover itself. You know, it's it mm-hmm. bear it is so varied from person to person. Whether that mm-hmm. is a spiritual path, a spiritual awakening, you know, it's not going to have. There's mm-hmm. not like the a formula where it's one size fits all it is you know and so there's so much to be said for 
learning how to tune in. That's the whole point is learning how, like getting to know yourself, getting to know your energy body Mm -hmm. and your, um, you know, listening to what's happening within, listening to intuitive guidance. Your body also is speaking to you um, and telling you, you know, giving you signals. You may be in a disease state. You may be in, you know, feeling tension. You may be feeling joy and upliftment and feeling that in certain parts of the body. And it's about like breaking down the barriers where we, we tend to be turned off from that in modern life, or we see things as purely physical. Um, but if we can connect deeper and understand that there are so many layers to us and when we're experiencing things, body, mind, and, and emotion, um, these are all different ways that, that, something bigger is able to speak to us to get our attention and um so yeah and I also feel like you know through the yoga practice you can start to experience more harmony as you said you because you tune into your body like even though meditation is about going within and, and that's might be difficult for the western mind to grasp at first because it's like how would I actually heal my body and my mind by sitting down doing nothing well you're gonna have to experience it and see or feel that's the most powerful way because when you feel it you know that's the only way you can convince yourself or anyone else it's through experience yeah we can't talk ourselves or you can talk yourself into meditating but that's not gonna last like anything you know, mm-hmm. it has to come from the heart because you feel that it's actually giving you something. And I've, I mean, I can just testify in my own life the past few years and how my life has changed and how especially my inner world has changed. And the inner world changes the outer world. It's mm-hmm. everything is connected. And um, also, I mean, the yogis, all the ask is that you go within and find yourself if you then it happens to be your purpose to share with others that's great but that's not required and like if serving others or becomes a an obstacle from as you said being in that space of just being present then maybe that's not what you're supposed to do right now like mm. i've noticed for myself because best way we can serve others I mean our family friends and our um, students is through the way we are being I think we all have noticed like you go to a yoga class and you know just like the teacher just like you come out of there from a different and like a different person because it wasn't so much how they corrected the posture it was the energy they gave to you Mm -hmm. and I mean, we don't even have to teach yoga. We, we can do this as, you know, can work as a lawyer or as a nurse and school teacher or just be a householder, be home with your kids and share that vibration with, with the people you meet. That's right. really the goal. Yeah. That's the fruit of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. 
So yeah. is this where we <laughs> do the painful goodbye? Yes, I guess so. <laughs> wow. Well, um, let me first direct my love to you, Kara. You're such an amazing soul, and I know you will carry this or take care of our baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it was. It's been. It's been a little bit split and torn, <laughs> doing uh, with the mom in the U.S. and dad, or two yeah. moms, <laughs> mom in U.S., mom in Sweden. <laughs> yes, the torn child. But you know, I know you will do great things, and I know you're serving so many. And so I look forward to following you. I mean, again, our friendship doesn't die here. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna keep on expanding. And also thank you to all the listeners, the people who have tuned in, even if this is your first episode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming and giving this energy. Yes, absolutely. We are here. I mean, I'm going to keep on teaching and serving. So feel free to reach out to me whenever. Yes. Yeah, and thank you so much. This has just been a joy, and it's there's a big part of me that can't imagine doing this without you. And I know I mentioned before, but um, especially the the very first recording without you, and it was with Michael, who is used to you know we've done several episodes with him, and we were like, this is really weird. We're missing like. <laughs> It's like there's a chair with three legs and one of them is gone. We'll just see how this goes. But um, it's been such a joy and what a beautiful way for us to deepen our friendship and um, be able to come together and, and um, serve. It's been a joy and an honor. And, um, and I look forward to carrying on your legacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and who knows I might I might come back as a guest exactly that would be wonderful and um so you can be found I know you're you're on Facebook um mm-hmm. and Instagram and we mentioned before that you're doing some teaching with ananda.org so there's a mm-hmm. virtual community there that um, there's always a two-week free trial so um, there are mm-hmm. lots and lots of offerings um, a- apart from Alessandra, but, well, you'd want to look for Gianti, um, the offerings by Gianti for that. Um, but that's a great way um, for people to stay connected with you, too, and get more direct mm-hmm. teaching and leading from you. And you can also search for Ananda Scandinavia on Facebook. If you look for it now, <laughs> there isn't too much activity, but hopefully... In- not too far future, things will start happening there as well. Yeah, along with Jasper Sogard, who was a guest yeah. um, a few weeks exactly. ago in Denmark. So he'll be part Depending of that Depending on too. the corona situation, we might do a little retreat end of summer. Hopefully mm. we are allowed to at least travel in between the Nordic countries, Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Mm. So if you are interested and are in the area or you can fly in, if you're allowed to fly in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I know from North America, what's the, is it SAS? There's, yeah. and I think Icelandic, what's the Icelandic airline? I think 
It might be called that Icelandic Is it? airline. Okay, yeah. I think I'm, they've got really good. Like if you fly through Iceland, um, you can get some really, really good deals from America mm. to Iceland, yeah. which is beautiful. Actually, I'm wearing an Iceland shirt today. How funny. <laughs> I must have known. Can you see? Oh, nice. <laughs> With a horse on it. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So I recommend that trip and then go and <laughs> check out um, Ananda, Scandinavia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Godspeed. Love. Yes. To lots of love you, to you, to everyone. Yes, and thank you for joining. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation. <laughs> Me too, but on the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>